Welcome to the Retail Ready Podcast, hosted by Ben Wyatt, your destination for food trends, startup business talk, and some serious knowledge bombs about the food industry. Hold on though, before we start the show, don't forget that all listeners get 10% off any order from our podcast sponsor, Doggylicious. Just head over to doggylicious.com.au and use promo Retail Ready at the checkout. Enjoy the show. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Retail Ready podcast. I hope you're well and if you're new to the show, welcome. If you've been here from the early days, then oh my god, we're nearly at episode 100. So I'm actually going to put a few feelers out there over the next week or so or a few days just to see if anyone has any suggestions as a special guest for episode 100 or if you want me to bring back a guest or even if it's just a collaboration with a few guests uh, open to many suggestions actually heading to naturally good uh, in I think it'd be about two weeks so I think that could actually work out well and get a few people on board and do a bit of uh, editing and see my views and talk to a few people out and about on the show uh, on the floor sorry um, at the show so lots of options but all I can say is thank you very much for supporting the show so far and we've still got a lot more guests to uh, get on the show as well to interview hear their stories and hopefully follow my journey as well and that uh, leads straight on today's episode which is basically talking about my one year in business and again if you're new to the show I set up a business at the start of May last year, just when COVID was in full swing. And it's something I've been wanting to do for a couple of years. And I launched Doggylicious, which is a human grade cookie range uh, with a little twist, uh, something new on the market. And yeah, uh, launched it and then went into lockdown. But that didn't change my plans. Uh, I had a clear kind of goal of what I wanted to achieve. And What's absolutely amazing is I smashed those goals and that's what I want to talk about today is kind of what the last 12 months uh, has meant for me, a few stats, a few facts and uh, a few thank yous as well. So like I say, I've always wanted to create my own brand and I did. Um, like I say, it, it's not been easy, uh, but it had been, it's been definitely worth it. Like uh, I'm going to talk about the things that I've had to kind of push aside. And to start things off, I just wanted to give some headline stats for the year. So here goes. So in the full year, we made $70,000 in annual sales. I and a couple of helpers, uh, one being my wife, um, who reluctantly uh, helped, and thankfully she did, but she didn't want to, but we packed over 13,000 units, all by hand, um, all in a safe environment, but that's a lot of cookies. And when you look at an individual cookie rate, it's 104,000 cookies that we all visually inspected before being packed because we couldn't have any broken ones, any damaged ones, any ones that just didn't look right. So 104,000 cookies were all inspected. And that equated to around about 450 hours on my feet, just packing cookies, basically standing in the same spot and mainly at weekends and at evenings so when it was nice and dark and cold in the winter uh that was me packing the cookies in the shed 
And it paid off because we got some great loyal partners that believed in Doggylicious from the start. Uh, to name a few, Eastern Distributors, Health Magic, Pet Circle, Catch.com.au, Go Vida, Calls Local, and On the Run in Adelaide have been just tremendous. And all the other kind of uh, independents uh, that I'll touch on uh, later on in the show have just been absolutely incredible. We have had over a hundred four or five star reviews on catch.com. Uh, if you ever get a chance, which I'm sure you do on a daily basis, get on to catch.com.au, search for Doggylicious and just read some of the reviews. Um, like I'm not uh, blowing uh, smoke up my own ass, but some of them are really funny um so have a look especially on the calming ones um there's a comment at the top which always makes me laugh when i go and click on that product so if you if you want to have a little laugh about the calming cookies head on over to catch.com.au not only did we launch the cookies i also added two additional products to the range so they were yogurt drops and carob drops and again, that was just something that I didn't think would happen. And I just literally head down and I'll talk about this later, but just set out what do I need to do to get these products to the customers that want them uh, and to the accounts that want them. Where do I source these uh, ingredients from? Size up the pouches, get the labels, get the artwork done, get the timings all in place. So two new products. So Doggylicious now has seven SKUs and I'm proud to say that there's going to be a couple more coming um, which I think will be really exciting and kind of uh, bring a bit of innovation to the Australian market again uh, in the human grade space so really exciting to uh, launch them later on in the year. One interesting stat is we raised, well raised, we earned over $30,000 in sales from actually finding the right people on LinkedIn. So that whether that was a new account or whether that was individuals coming to the Doggylicious site from LinkedIn is around about 30000 And that just goes to show I'm, I'm a big believer in the power of LinkedIn and that just goes to show that LinkedIn is just not a platform to find your next job. I think that's a really old uh, belief of what LinkedIn is capable of. Everyone that you need to know is on LinkedIn. So a lot more people should be using LinkedIn on a daily basis, whether that's engaging with people within your industry, network, finding the right people. Um, And I'm not all for networking, grabbing coffees every two minutes, but it's always good just to see what people are doing because it's just another side door into trying to either selfishly get you up the ladder or just engaging with the right people so that projects can move a lot quicker. This one was a very interesting one when I worked uh, the next stat out and I drove over 2000 kilometers all in Melbourne dropping off orders. A lot of people would have been like, oh, no, I'll just use the post service or oh, I'll just uh, get a courier to, to send that. As I'll talk again, every dollar mattered when it came to Doggylicious. I didn't have a huge budget. I didn't have an investor. It was just a couple of grand in my bank account that was just sitting there um, that I kind of made the decision. If I don't do it now, you're never going to do it. So stop talking about 
running your own business and just do it. So saving every dollar that I could meant driving. And yes, uh, it meant I was away from the business. Yes, there was petrol costs involved, but the cost of a career uh, just didn't benefit this. So 2,000 kilometers were driven, whether that was just dropping off one order, a regular trip to, uh, I do all my drop-offs at Catch, uh, I do all my drop-offs at Health Magic, um, because it's simple, just load the car and away you go. And interestingly, I've only had one person kind of cause issues on this business, and that is actually my next-door neighbour. Um, he got a bit grumpy one day and uh, tried to close me down and caused a bit of grief that hopefully we're, we're trying to build. Um, so see how that goes. But I, I can understand um, where he was coming from. No one wants trucks coming back and forth down the driveway, but it wasn't like it was every day. So... Yep, trying to smooth over the creases with him and hopefully uh, he becomes a lover of Doggylicious. If not, I might just buy him a dog for Christmas. So we'll see how that goes. And the last stat, so we've talked a lot about numbers, 75K in sales, 13,000 units sold, 2,000 Ks driven to drop off stock and a big fat zero is here at the bottom of my list and that's zero times I've wanted to give in. It's not even come across my mind. And that is because I love it. It's like with this podcast, you guys are probably realizing that I absolutely love what I do uh, with the industry, with food, with trends, with innovation, and just business in general. I, I could sit in a room all day and listen to people talk about business and then just get ideas and actually respond on those ideas. I'm not all about talking and doing nothing it's all about talking and getting something done and doggylicious there was no time ever did I want to give in because there was just so much to do and there is still so much to do like I've not even made it but what gives me a big pat on the back is I didn't fail and I didn't give up so really proud with myself with year one but that's pushed aside I've had my little two minutes of celebrations and a huge gin and tonic, and now we're cracking on. We're we're now trying to work out, okay, what can we do for this Christmas? Who who can I go on target now for new accounts? I've got a couple of meetings lined up, which could be very exciting, or it could go to nothing. And one thing I just want to real uh, to talk about is I have sent hundreds of emails to different accounts, different individuals, different opportunities that um, have popped up. And I would say 5% at max have been successful. So if you saw my sent items, you will see how many different presentations I've had to tweak, spend hours tweaking, tailoring to that specific person or business, and it's got nowhere. And I'm happy with that. And this is something that a lot of people need to realize that I will post a lot of successes and I try and post um, some of the losses as well. But like with social media, a lot of people just see the successes, but they don't see all the hard work that goes into that. So just bear that in mind when you do see um, uh, celebrations, uh, just how much um, of a loss um, along the way has occurred as well. And some stats that I found really interesting is... 
The estimates are that one in three small businesses in Australia fail within their first year of operation. And I completely understand, like there's so many reasons which uh, we touch on. And two out of four by the end of the second year. So fingers crossed, we still plow through and we're not one of the, we're not the 50% that fail in year two. And then three out of four by the fifth year. And it's incredible. The, the one thing that I look from that is well done on everyone starting a business. Even if you fail, it's not a failure because the amount of lessons that that individual or person will have learned along the way would have just been incredible. And according to, and I was reading up on this, according to a recent study by the University of Technology in Sydney, the main reasons cited for a business to fail was uh, financial mismanagement, bad management, poor record keeping, sales and marketing problems, staffing problems, failure to seek external advice, general economic conditions and personal factors. So there's some huge variables in there and I completely agree with all of them. And like I say, we've survived our first year. We're running headfirst into year two. We didn't have a huge budget to to launch and it was just a few thousand dollars in savings and that helped create a website, order packaging, order um, just basic stocks like mailing boxes, stickers, um, kind of all your basics, even sellotape. You, you forget all these things, $20 here, $30 there. So one thing that I wanted to do was keep it very lean and begged, borrowed, didn't do too much of the stealing along the way. And I'm still doing this. I'm still trying to work out how can I save those dollars just as I touched on dropping orders off uh, in the car in my own time because all these dollars add up and I can understand why financial mismanagement is such a key reason that a lot of businesses fail because a lot of people can get a bit excited. They can waste a few hundred dollars on a few Instagram uh, promoted posts. They can buy the expensive boxes and then they just sit there. They can overorder stock that doesn't move anywhere. So for me, it was all about, right, let's just keep it lean. Let's keep it low risk and let's see how many dollars I can save. And apart from the driving the orders myself, also finding boxes. Um, if you look back on my LinkedIn posts, I did one where I actually was on a train uh, with a box because I found a box at work that was just perfect for an account. And instead of having to buy one for it, I think it was like $4 for this box. This this one was just sitting next to the um, recycle bin. And I was like, I'm going to have to take that home. So walked at home, uh, got it on the train and walked at home. And little things like that, yes, it might seem stupid at the time. People might wonder, why is this guy carrying a box? I would carry 100 boxes if it meant that I had saved uh, dollars along the way. And I have even, um, well, when I say I didn't steal much, I stole um, a uh, pallet, um, what do you call it, pallet tray, a wooden uh, tray for your pallets. Um, outside a cafe because it was just sitting there and it worked a treat. So again, you're saving money, you're, you're making sure that that profit goes into your back pocket and then that'll allow me to buy some more.
I read and as you've probably seen on LinkedIn as well as if you follow me on Instagram. I post every book that I read and because of traveling 10 hours in a car every day back and uh, to work uh, and back, uh, you get a lot of books done. And one variable that always gets mentioned is cash flow. Uh, Everyone always says cash flow is king. And when you're using your own money, you really understand the importance of it. And like I mentioned, just saving that $1 is just vital to manage the ins and outs. And growth factor is hugely dependent on cash flow as well. And something that kind of dawned on me while I was growing was you can't actually grow that quick. And this was a, a huge business uh, learning when you kind of go, oh, I just, just want to grow quicker. Why can't I do this? But I'm glad that I have grown at a nice slow pace um bit like the hare and the tortoise uh because if you grow too quick <laughs> like i've got a credit card but as soon as you've maxed that out where else do you go uh, you can try and ask people for money but when you've not got that many counts uh, under your belt and you're not a proven brand and you've not got that much money coming back in i don't think there'll be that many people out there Um, that are willing to give you money and like I say you grow too quick it only takes one domino to just fall over and that's having either too much stock on hand a packaging delay or payment terms just to ruin you like there is some accounts I work with that are 60 days end of month so you you are not seeing any return on your hard work and sales for at least three months so you've got to manage these and that was a real eye-opener to me when I'm in business and something that I will I pay more attention to now when I'm dealing with new accounts kind of going what are your payment terms is there any negotiations and when you're a small brand there is no negotiations you're (laughs) they're doing you the favor by taking the brand so you have to manage that and have to manage it very well so I'm pretty happy with where we're at uh we've got no debt which is great and that's something again from the off that I was kind of going I don't want to be one of those businesses that are all shiny on social media but you're actually draining money left right and center so we're not in debt we've made a little bit of profit and one thing I, I do want to touch up uh touch up touch on uh is profit because I didn't set up Doggylicious to be uh, rich I didn't 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 have that desire I had a desire because I wanted to bring a point of difference to the pet treat market I wanted to grow a business that had ethics that had great values and it has a bit of fun along the way and when I say we made a little bit of profit for the six first six months I didn't make any profit at all because I went pretty hard with my costings because my packaging costings were slightly high, um, my cookie costs were slightly higher, my uh, carton costs um, were not the greatest. Because of the volumes, keeping it lean, didn't want to have too much stock on hand. But what that meant was my overall costs uh, were not in favourable of a good RRP in the competition. So I had to make a decision. Do I take a hit with profit for the short term to hopefully then recoup a little bit of that when you can order more packaging on the next print run etc 
And that is what I did. And it's it's amazing when you think about it that for six months, literally standing in a shed for all those hours packing cookies, you look at it and go, I am making no money from this. I'm just about breaking even. But I had the belief that I, I knew growth would come. I knew better pricing would come. And again, it's as simple as that. If you want to spend your time building something um, with a smile on your face, then that is what I did. And when you do start something, if you're thinking or you're listening to this and thinking, ah, oh, I really want to start something, you just need to ask yourself, can you see yourself doing this even when you're tired? Are you happy to work 20 hours extra, even at the weekends, on your project? In my case, like I say, a lot of time was just spent packing cookies, labeling boxes, 450 hours um, plus to be exact, which probably worked out around 8 to 10 hours every week just packing cookies, standing on my feet packing cookies. Could you do that? Could you kind of pack candles? Could you pack cards? Could you code for eight hours, 10 hours a day building a website or just doing that side hustle? You've got to love it. And I just loved learning that ah, this is going into someone's house, hopefully get some good feedback and just build on that to go, okay, how can I do things better? And just be honest with yourself because it is miserable when you have to wake up early to go, right, I've got to do eight hours here because then you've still got to do life as well. Like I was in a great position, um, which was unfortunately, but I didn't have many distractions because of COVID. There was no birthday parties. There was no social functions, weddings. But now they're coming back in. You now have to juggle them, which I'm happy to do because you just have to manage your time. So you've got to understand, is this something that you could do or is that Netflix documentary um, going to drag you away from building something that could hopefully last a bit longer than uh, one series on Netflix? So something just to consider. And also one thing that helps me um, even to this day was just breaking down every task. So if you are thinking about starting a business, don't get overwhelmed about all the things you have to do. I got a whiteboard. It's been one of the best things that uh, me and my wife has purchased because everything goes on this whiteboard, whether it's ideas, whether it's to-do lists. And one thing I put on this whiteboard was all the little steps uh, that I had to take uh, every night. So after coming home from work, putting my daughter to sleep, I would then look at this board and go, right, what task can I tick off? And it's amazing what you can do when you just keep ticking task by task off. It's things get done. It might not be as quick as you'd hope them to do, but they get done and they get done a lot quicker because you're not sitting in front of Netflix. You're, you're just cracking on with those jobs. And I hear a lot of people talk about doing things, whether that's a new hobby, losing weight. I used to work in the fitness world. Uh, used to work in a gym. Used to be a nutritionist. And you hear a lot about, oh, I'd love to be in this shape. Oh, I just want to join the gym. And you know what? There's no excuses. You can. And all I can say is just effing do it. Like... It's only yourself letting yourself down. So it's no one else. There's always excuses out there. 
So just do it. And even if you fail, does it matter? Like, no one cares. And that's something that I've realized. No one cares. No one cares if you're starting a business. No one cares if you're losing weight because people are only thinking about themselves. And it's a true fact. No one cares. Do it for yourself. And people will ask after a while, what are you doing? Because they might be interested or they might be jealous. And all I can say is just, yeah, just break it down, read articles, ask questions, contact people on LinkedIn, but just start the process task by task. So year gone, learn a lot of stuff, whether that's buying barcodes, setting up a business, going from a sole trader to a public limited company, um, getting insurance, setting up a, a shed, um, buying buying packaging, the whole lot from different suppliers. It has been unbelievable and there's so much more to do. So for the next six to seven months to the end of the year, it's just going to be full on again, building the website kind of traffic because I've kind of let that down. I'd, I've, I've never driven people to the actual website uh, to generate sales via that way. I've always kind of pushed people to the accounts that I'm working with. So in my head, I need to work out, okay, what is the website for? Is it for information? Is it uh, to sell products? So then I need to really build that, whether it's a newsletter um, and stuff like that uh, to build up the database. And like I say, I've got some new product ideas that will be launched very soon. And for me, I'm keen just to build kind of those accounts in the distribution channel. So I'm looking for other accounts in different states, uh, looking for a distributor within the cafe or food service um, area. So if anyone knows, anyone listening, like we sell a lot of uh, cookies in dog friendly cafes. So that's just something I want to build on there. And no matter what I do, I'm just going to try and keep moving forward, still balancing my full-time job, still trying to be a good dad, still trying to do the jobs around the house and just making sure that I'm enjoying as many moments as I can. And I'm just interested to see what I'll be saying this time next year. So all I can say is thank you for listening. Thank you for being part of the journey. You guys uh, have been incredible from your support, from people just reaching out, even just liking a picture on LinkedIn just to spread that awareness has been fantastic. And I just want to do a few shout outs to the end because there's been some absolutely amazing people who have helped along the way. Uh, my wife being one of them, uh, she's had to put up with me uh, being in the shed uh, for a uh, numerous hours and also helped packing the cookies a good friend of mine jason uh who's actually been on the podcast uh he as well helped over uh many hours uh over a few beers as well which was really nice to be able to do business that way and jason leonard who has been a fantastic believer in the brand from day one when i was introduced to him um who is the category manager at catch those guys even down to the warehouse delivery guys that i meet every week they're just fantastic they're they're really accommodating great to deal with and to the early people greg stanley and catalan like these guys from go vida gave me a go and helped me like i said in the early days when i didn't uh, make any profit these guys helped drive a bit of volume to then allow me to to buy better and get 
and like I say, we ain't rich, uh, 10, 15, 20% margin rates is what you can expect in year one uh, if you're making profit. So just make sure you're keeping it lean. And also the guys at Eastern Distributors, Health Magic, you have been tremendous and awesome to be my first distributors as well. Really understanding, uh, really getting to know that network and understanding um, how you work with a distributor so that can keep growing. So huge thank you guys. There's a lot more people uh, that have helped along the way, but you guys who are listening, thank you as well. And don't forget, if you're listening, if you want to get 10% off retail ready uh, at doggylicious.com.au. But I'll be back for more. Hope you've enjoyed the insights, the facts, and everything that's gone with working in business uh, over the last year. So appreciate your time, guys. Speak soon. Hold on, guys. Before you hit stop, don't forget to check out doggylicious.com.au and order some doggy products today. Use Retail Ready for 10% off. We hope you enjoyed the show.